Are you ready to take action to attain the lifestyle of your dreams? dreams? It's a great way to make a lot of money fast, fast, fast. Hey, what's up, Clever Investors? Welcome back to the Clever Investor Show. I'm your host, Cody Sperber. This is a place where you get to hang out and uh, we talk some entrepreneurship. We talk about financial literacy. Uh, sometimes I do interviews like today. We got the amazing the stupendous, which is my new word, you know. Stupendous. People, I hear. I, I. I think people like to be called stupendous. I, I've been called a lot worse. Well, <laughs> well, today you're stupendous. Stupend- we I'll have take, hey, the, the stupendous. I, I, I put the stupid in stupendous. <laughs> we have the, the stupendous John Malott. Hey, he's the uh, co-founder. Well, he's the main founder. I'm the co-founder. You're the you're I'm, the co-founder. I'm the co-co-founder. Yeah. Yeah, you're, I called you, so that makes you the co-founder. Yeah, that's right. Of oh, oh, Snap, uh, Active Lifestyle, which is a awesome new supplement company that uh, my good friend John was cool enough to bring me in on, which I'm excited to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, man. Uh, but look, man, here's my thing with you. You're Uh-oh. my most fun CEO-type friend. When you say that, I get nervous sometimes when you say, what do you mean by that? Just because no, I'm wild, I do crazy shit? I think, no, I think you just live life to the fullest. Oh, I think yeah. you've... Married, hard work, dedication, building big things, dominating whatever you're into, obsessing over it and kicking butt with somehow always having fun all the time. You want to know why? Because I was miserable. Because I did miserable for years. Chasing money, miserable. (laughs) Chasing money, miserable. But what's the... What... I mean... how old are you? Seventy five. <laughs> Eighty six. Eighty six. You're, you're, you're another another reason to take our anti aging product. Eighty six. I'll be eighty seven next week. You know, uh, you're 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 in your fifties. Yeah, fifty one. Fifty one. You look great, by the way. Thank you. And here's a fun fact about John. Most people don't know this. You didn't get your first tattoo until what age? I was uh, in my forties. You made it all that time. Wait, and then it just exploded. Yeah, because if like, I did it earlier, <laughs> I would be getting cover-ups. It'd be all cover-ups right now. So. It would just say, mom. Be, yeah. yeah. And it crossed mom, off. And it wouldn't even spell right. Mom would be but, spelled wrong. Bunch of girls' names yeah, just yeah, crossed know. off. There'd be lots of girls' names for sure, <laughs> but uh, that, that's my old lifestyle. All right, so t- take us back. <laughs> you, you, you know, you got a great come-up story because, you know, I don't, and I said this in other podcasts, I don't trust a man unless he has a dark side. And I think people have to go through some shit to really grow and really learn. Like I know for me, the, the more honest I get with myself and with, with the people watching this, uh, the, more, the more connection is actually made, you know? And I just love your story because it's just so raw. And a lot of people can probably relate. So give yeah, us Yeah, I used to think I was the only messed up, dysfunctional loser on the planet. And then I realized, man, everybody's jacked up. So, but yeah, no, no, look, I, 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 I had my first felony arrest. I was 15 years old. Um, disruptive in a movie theater that turned into a robbery. Uh, their fault, of course, not my fault. They, you know, <laughs> yeah, funny now, not funny back then. But that you that, were packing. Yeah, I, yeah. My neighborhood, I had to. I wasn't built for the neighborhood I grew up in. I was, I was. Me and my brother were the only ones that looked like us in that neighborhood. And I had bright red hair, skinny little white boy, bright, bright red hair, in a, a Latin King uh, neighborhood. Um, yeah, so Latin King Vice Lords were the two gangs that ran. Um, and I wasn't built for either one of those gangs. And I, was, I realized I wasn't climbing the ranks in those gangs anytime soon either. <laughs> and they had everything I wanted, though. They had the girls. They had the cars. They had all this stuff, man. Because there was two types of people in my neighborhood, the capitalist and the consumer. And 
Yeah, I tried to be a capitalist too, but then I tried the product, which by the way, there's something called don't get high on your own supply. I didn't yep. get that memo. <laughs> so by 17, I had a heart attack from smoking cocaine. So yeah. You went you went all yeah. the way in. Just, so so yeah. wait, I'm picturing, you in, I'm picturing you in a movie theater <laughs> and they're like, hey, what were they like? You need to leave? And you were yeah. like- Yeah, they basically said, um, we were being disruptive and they said, yeah, they did what they were supposed to do. You have to go. So I start walking out with them, and I said, well, I want my money back. And he said, read your ticket stub. It says no refunds. So then I said, well, then give me everybody's money back. And you just and held up yeah, the Yeah, my movie. two friends ran immediately. <laughs> they run out the door. I'm still in there at that point because now I'm in the middle of this altercation. I got a gun in my hand. I think the gun was bigger than me at that when I was 15 years old. Uh, and How much did you even get, like, 50 bucks out of everybody? Uh, well, like- I didn't get anything because <laughs> I'm telling that the dude was freaking out. And he, I'm telling him to reach over the counter and pull the money out. Like he couldn't, he couldn't get the cash register open. I, I wasn't, I was new to armed robbery. This was a new thing. <laughs> this wasn't. This like, was an unplanned. Yeah, it was armed unplanned. Yeah. It was a well, terrible, so terrible now, decision. What happened? You get, you go to jail. Yeah. So I ran. There was a place. It's funny because that that movie theater is now a church. That I'll tell you a story later on when I went to that church and the pastor embarrassed me in front of the whole congregation. As I was bringing tithes up to the front, he said, let me tell you about this guy. At one time, he robbed this in front of the whole place. I'm like, oh, I just wanted to shrink. Um, but at there, across the parking lot, there was a club called 21 Below, where it was an underage um, place where mm-hmm. teenagers went and acted stupid. So I knew if I could just get if I could get there, I was good. Because I also you blend hearing, in. Yeah, I'm hearing the sirens. Except for your bright red head. Except for my and bright red white. Well, I had, a, I had a Jerry curl. It was it, it was just a mess. But I was, I was a, when I look back, I'm like, what was I thinking? Did you ever get away with any crimes? Because I get caught for everything. Um, just so you know, don't ever commit any crimes with me. Because yeah. we're going to get caught. I'm, that's and I'm going to rat you out. That's good. Like, there's no love in this street. See, I, I, I'm glad you know that, right? Is, but I'm glad at least someone admits it. They're going to, because oh, everyone rats on people now. Oh, dude. But at it, least it, you say it up front. They, they won't even arrest me yet. And I'm like, John did it. <laughs> He forced me to do it. This was unplanned and a bad idea. Yeah. No, I, I, well, a good criminal knows that you never say that you committed crimes that you didn't get caught for. So. All right. So yeah, yeah, so, so we're, we're not going to yeah, talk about so it. So I, yeah, everything's been great. All I, right. I so, so dude, you're, you're running and gunning as a yeah. young kid. You're doing hard drugs. Out of control. And yeah. how do you go from that? Cause I know a different John. Yeah, you know, I, I, yeah, it's I mean, a good thing you didn't know the other John because all the money you have, Cody, you would have been, <laughs> you would have been a target for sure. <laughs> so, what was the journey from that to where you are well, now? Well, it's because of that. So, what's insane is, you know, I lost my sister when she was 21 to a heroin overdose. My my younger brother, who's two years younger than me, he he's been in and out of prison his entire life. You know, he's 49 years old right now, and just life is a meth. You know, it's just drugs. The, the environment. He never left that environment. Uh, for me, when I when I end up, so I got locked up, juvenile detention facility after the whole you know movie theater fiasco. I get out. The crack epidemic, what we know now as the crack epidemic, was was hitting these neighborhoods pretty hard. So I got on the wrong side of that. Ended up in drug rehab through that whole process. But it was in that drug rehab that things started to turn around. It was there. This guy named Dave. He was a former outlaw motorcycle gang member. He was the first guy that like I respected, you know, he, he demanded respect and he introduced me to personal development and he showed me this whole other world. And he said, look, business is your way out of this neighborhood. Business is your way out of this environment. I never, it never even crossed my mind. Like I'm a business guy. Are you kidding me? I'm that, you know, I could not see that, but he gave me the first book that I ever read was, uh, how to win friends, and influence people. Great book, man. It, it changed everything when I started. Well, for me, I started catching on that there was, you know, there's ways to communicate with people better because me, everything was conflict. Like, if you first met me, we would just have conflict for no reason. I was just, 
you know. Just on edge. Always. Yeah. For, for no reason. Just upset about shit. And um, you're such a good communicator, too. That's wild. Like you're, yeah, I you're, wasn't. You're an amazing storyteller. You're an amazing communicator. Thank you. You got that gift. Uh, so that, this, that's, that this, was this, acquired. I'm picturing, I'm, picturing, <laughs> I, I'm picturing this big, burly biker being like, yeah. hey, man, I got you. Well, here's, here's a book. Well, Read no, this. it was kind of like, uh, hey, stupid, uh, <laughs> you think you're a badass, and you blame everybody. He basically said you're a little biatch because yeah. you blame every, everybody and everything, the police, your mom left you. He's like, eh, you little whiny. You're a little whiny biatch. Yeah. And he put the mirror to my face and said, look, you made an appointment to be here. You don't like being here. You don't like what's happening because I was still dealing with the justice system. I had nothing at this point because I had burned all my – when you're a drug addict – you tend to burn all your relationships. Mm. There was nothing really left for me. I, I when I left that facility, all I had I had the, the tennis shoes, the jeans, and the sweatshirt. That's all I owned in the entire world. And I, I had all these relationships that I left a, a wake of destruction in my, you know, behind me. Yeah. And so he just said, "Look, it's you. It's not. A, it's no one else. It's a thousand percent you." And and because I was also locked in that, it wasn't like a normal drug thing where you go in and you know come in and go because of some circumstances that led into that, I was locked in this facility. So I was forced to go to all of the stuff you had to do, which when you're that age and you're always in trouble, it seemed really corny and stupid. And, yeah. But over time, like, you know, after like 45 days in this thing, I was like, for number one, I was clean, you know, so I wasn't on drugs. So my mind was working better. Yeah. We, were, we were doing activities and I was like, man, maybe there, there's something to this type of life. And and that that's that set the stone. It really it, it, it set the tone for everything I ever did. Uh, so magic, you you've discovered no. personal development. You become <laughs> no. successful. Yeah. The rest is that's history. It. Millions of dollars. I don't Because my dad yeah. handed no, me the book Rich Dad Poor Dad when oh, I was yeah. in the Navy, and I threw it in my rack. We were out at sea. Uh, I didn't touch it for months, and I got bored while we were out doing donuts in the Persian Gulf at five knots, which is like snail yeah. pace. And uh, uh, finally, one day I got bored. I picked it up. I read it cover to cover in one reading. Great Couldn't book. put it down. What a great book. And it planted this amazing seed. I still did nothing with the information. But really? I, it was a seed, right? Yeah. I'm picturing maybe, is that what, it, was that well, what happened? Or did that's, you? That's exactly what happened. Yeah. The, the seed was planted. So think about it like this. So I leave drug rehab. I'm clean for eight or nine months. Don't touch anything. I go back to hang out with some of my friends. And you know mm. how good your friends can be. It's like, John, look, you don't have to smoke cocaine. There's other ways to do cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't long before I'm snorting. I'm, I'm back in the mix doing the same damn thing. But here's what was different. This time, because now I had, I had information. Like, it's one thing to be a loser when you don't know you're a loser. But it's a whole mm. other thing to know, like, this is what put me in, <laughs> in dire straits to begin with. Why am I doing this again? And it was... It was really weighing on me after the fact, doing the same stuff, but it was a completely different feeling because now I had information. I, I wrote a book later on with Les Brown called The Power of One. Terrible book, by the way. If anybody wants it, I'll send it to him. You can use it for fire kindling or something. <laughs> but his part was great. Mine sucked. Uh, but that was a long time ago. But Les Brown used to say, once your mind expands, it can never go back to its original dimensions. Yeah, I agree. And that's that. kind of that's kind of what happened for me. And then that seed was planted that business was going to be my way out, which I didn't quite grasp. You know, in, until my second felony arrest when I was 24 years old, now I got a child at home. and uh, Major difference. May, man, when I was sitting on that bullpen floor, Milwaukee County Jail, never forget as long as I live, all that kept playing through my mind was two things. 
my daughter, Lauren, who was about two years old, who was freaking out crying when I was being let out of the house. And then something Dave said that I now have tattooed on my arm. He said, uh, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. I didn't even know where that came from at the a time. A good man. A good leaves. man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. But he wasn't That's just, generational. Man, wasn't. but yeah, he wasn't just talking about money either. So he, he went on to explain this to me in different ways. That Look, money's part of it. But it's it's this. What are you leaving? What lessons are you teaching your kids? You know what exam? And my, like I I couldn't even take care of the one kid I have, much less you know my children's children. But I sat on that bullpen floor, and it just and, I, and it was July fourth, nineteen ninety three. So if you know anything about the, the criminal justice system, I'm not going to court. I was on that floor for four days mm. in complete misery, and I was like, you know how it is. You ever get drunk? And you're over the toilet and say, God, if you just let me not be sick right now, I'll never drink again. That was me on that floor. Like, I hadn't been praying. And I was like, God, if you just let me out of this, oh, I promise I won't commit crimes anymore. I won't do drugs. I'm going to get over it. So was that the rock bottom moment? That was the rock bottom for sure. I mean, besides you almost I mean, dying. You, but, yeah, yeah. But this was Family when- members dying. Yeah. Like, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, there's a lot going on. If I on. could just picture myself sitting on a concrete floor, I got a- baby at home i know i'm a loser i know i'm making all the wrong choice like that's gotta something's it was terrible gotta, and i had stitches in my head because i had an altercation with the police while this was going on so i had a pit stop at the hot st luke's hospital on my way to the milwaukee county jail so every like everything that could go wrong had gone wrong and that was like the the culmination of all why of do it. you think it is that we as humans a lot of times i find this to be a lot of times we can see the path or we can have the greatest information or knowledge. It can be told to us 50 million different times, but we have to hit freaking rock bottom <laughs> before we uh, finally wake up. Why, why do you think that is? Is man, it just, I don't know. I, life could be so much simpler be, if we just actually better. paid attention to the, the clues that successful exactly. people are leaving for us. Well, it's just like my kids. My kids will listen to you before they listen to me. You know what I mean? Sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's, you know, what I caught on, and it, and it really has worked in me building businesses, I really got good at third party. Like, I realized the people that were closest to me actually respect me the least. Like, they saw me hanging from the chandeliers at the party. They, you know, they, your mom changed your diapers, only, only so much respect. So when I started to connect other people, like, for me, all the time, I'm always pointing at you. Like, if I'm talking mm -hmm. to someone, I say, hey, let me tell you about my business partner. So I take it off of me. And then I, then I become the messenger, not the message. So you can't judge me based on my pet tattoos or my, pa my past, my high school dropoutness and drug addict, all, you know, all that stuff. And that was a big shift for me is realizing that if I could get it off of myself and, and put it on someone else, even if it was my idea. I started a real estate investment company many years ago, and I brought this English dude in the mix Dude never owned it. He was 40-some years old. I was just fresh out of jail, and I, I was going to be a real— I was Donald Trump. That was my—seriously, <laughs> I got this whole thing that I was going to follow Donald Trump's footsteps. And, and Trammell Crow, who owned all kinds of warehouses in, in Texas. Um, but nobody took me seriously. So I bring this dude in who's got an English accent. He wears these vests. Never owned a home in his life. We'd walk into the banks. Guess who they talked to? Mm. Him. It was yeah. my ideas, but I figured out. i just keep pointing at him, pointing at him, pointing at him. And then, you know, plus he had a little money too, so that, that helped. But uh, everything became about so him. the and I third got, party, the power of third power party. Power of third party. Yeah, that's a powerful power. Huge. All right, so to get back on track, so yeah, you're, you're having this moment. <laughs> no, I, I, I like these kind of raw conversations. Yeah, I got so, ADD and four other conditions. Who knows where this thing is going to so, go? So you're down, you're down. You make this kind of mental decision that this yeah. is it. Lord, save me. You get yeah. out. And what was the change? Oh, man. 
<laughs> did you I, get rid of that environment? Did you stay out or yeah. did you go right back? I, well, I'm very comfortable in that environment. That's part of the problem. But I realized I had to, I, I had to eliminate, you know, those associations, the people around me, they weren't going anywhere, had no plans going anywhere. They could never understand why I would even want to get out. You know, even my first wife, she liked being there. I was like, no, this is not where we want to raise kids. We should not bring up a, a child in this environment. It's, it's, it is not good for anybody. Now I've got a daughter in this environment, which is even worse for women. But it, it, it unfortunately, man, it, it took so damn long. And I, I, I show up to an event one day. It's, uh, I don't remember who the speaker was, but it was like one of these speaking events, you know, and I show up. And in the back of the room, they had this table. And this table had this big thing that said, healthy, wealthy, and wise. I said, well, boy, I'd like to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. They had this newspaper. I pick it up. I'm going through it. And then there's, there's this promotion for like this digital satellite deal to have personal development pumped into your house. So, well, this would be cool because I snuck into this event because I didn't have the money to, to go in. So I said, And there was no YouTube. There was, there no, was YouTube. no personal development Shit, videos. Internet was You're still, thinking, yeah. oh, wow, I like the book. I can actually get this pumped into my into house and watch it right on my TV. Right there in the house. All I right. was like, this, okay, this is what I need. Was this a network marketing thing? It was a network marketing company. And so I, I, go, to, I go to this meeting and they're like, they were on me, man. Like they thought I was something. And I, I, I was holding on my wallet. There's something up with these happy ass people. They, <laughs> it, something was fishy, man. Why, and, I, and then they just really wanted me to be part of their deal. And, you know, I discovered later on why. Yeah. yeah and, but that was a life changer for me. I remember it was 600 bucks. I did not have $600. This dude, John Steinmuller, if you're watching, this guy, great lesson on persistence. He would not leave me alone. And I realized if I don't give him 600 bucks, this dude's going to call me every day. He would show up at places where I was and start talking about this stupid business that I was no longer interested in because not only was it $600 a joint, it was $150 a month to have personal development in my house. I'm like, shit, I want HBO. And I, don't, you know, I, was, already done, I was already over it. But finally, one day I show up, I throw, and he, he used to tell the story how I threw the check. I threw it on the table like, here it is, I'm out. And I thought I was done. I thought, okay, screw it. I, now I'm negative in my account. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't stop though. Next, he wants to get me to an event. Then he wants me to come to something in another state. I'm like, these people are insane. Actually, when I'll tell you what, I, find, I go to Dallas, Texas. I give in again. I give in again. Because part of me was like, okay, these guys There's have a little shit hope. Here. There's yeah. a little hope. He owned a, uh, a conversion van company. And he was doing well. Like the guy was solid financially you know he was driving the nice cars at a big house great family he wasn't a bad guy i just wasn't still i didn't know i didn't i, I didn't have a purpose yet. i didn't know where i wanted to go i just knew i had to do something different and who you know god works in mysterious ways so i end up at this thing in dallas and i was seeing people going across the stage making all this damn money i was like and you know how it is sometimes like this dude is making that much money yep. and there was other people that's like, social proof man you're just like that Yep. It was he could do it, I could do it. That's how I felt. Yep. But then there were some people like, holy cow, that this dude is doing it. Like that's where I discovered Jim Rohn. You know, Jim Rohn, and that's why I discovered Jim Rohn was a network marketer. And Jim Rohn had made millions. His his mentor, who we talked about, Earl Schof, was his upline in a network marketing company, taught him all this stuff. And then of course, you know, Jim Rohn recruited Tony Robbins at one point, became his mentor. So all this this chain reaction happened where I'm like, it started to bring validation to an industry that I didn't understand. And most people don't understand because we get approached by some goofball, you know, inappropriately and they chase, or they, they invite you to a barbecue and they turn into a Most meeting. of us think about network marketing, old school, invite your friends over, ambush them, mm. 
<laughs> puke all over them. Yes. Force them to buy in yes. to something that they're probably not going to want. Yeah. Drink this tea and shit your pants and <laughs> yeah, lose yeah. five pounds. And they're like, oh, okay. Welcome to the cult. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you're still like, what I got the hell? pitched the video phones. Yeah. Oh, Remember yeah, the yeah. video phones? Yes. Oh man, yeah. I showed up at a Phoenician. A friend said, "Hey man, let's yeah. go to lunch." It was it, it wasn't lunch. <laughs> That's how they get it was you, a man. network marketing thing. I'm like, I hate that. I literally was like, I the hate bait you. And switch. They, they bait and yeah. switch me. I left. Yeah. I left after like five minutes. But I was interested in the phone, and they yeah. and they kept me there for a solid five minutes because they said something about Donald Trump being involved in the phone. And I don't even know if that was true or not, but it was probably <laughs> not true. Probably not. I was just like, oh, Trump's doing a See phone thing? See the power thing? of third party, yeah, man. No. You just throw someone else's name out there. and then it's, it's, For people it's, that have a misunderstanding about network marketing, break look, it down. It's, it's so pure. Um, just think about it. Number one, we all know word of mouth has always been the best way to move products. Like if you're hearing from your buddy that like this product or this is great, you're more likely to buy into it because it's your buddy. So word of mouth has always been powerful. And, it's, and, and, you know, social media now allows us to hear word of mouth from people we respect in a, in a different platform and speed and everything else. But the beauty of network marketing, it truly is an, an equal opportunity opportunity. So a guy like me, think about it. Here's a guy, background, colorful. Just call it colorful for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Doors are not opening for me. So what happens? I become, you know, you know why people end up back in prison? Because doors don't open for you when you have to check that box on the employment thing that says felony. And if you, if you don't check it, you might get the job, but you're going to lose it later on. So everyone knows that, that you, don't, you don't really pay your price. You, 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 you know what I mean? You don't, you're going to jail, but you're going to pay forever. I got friends to this day that tell me the same thing. They've been out of prison for, you know, 15 years, and they know they can't get a decent job. Won't happen. Some of the most talented people I've ever met some of the most entrepreneurial people I ever met, but they're blocked because of what they did 15, 20, 30 years ago. So network marketing basically said, we don't care what your background is because you won't get paid unless you become better, do better, and, and produce. So it's the purest form. Like you can't brown nose your way to a rank inside of network marketing. Like you can't do that in a job. You know, the boss's son could fly by you. They, you know, whoever's connected better can make more money. And so it was, it really was a pure way. So what happened, and Jim Rohn taught me early on, because I suck so bad. My communication skills were terrible. But he used to be like, listen, man, what you make what you lack in skills, you can make up for an activity. No one ever told me this. And he said, it might, you might have to talk to 50 people to get one, where like the top dude is maybe talking to eight or ten. But you could beat him. And he convinced me that all I had to do was just hustle hard. And I'm like, I'm gonna have to hustle no matter what I do. And I wanted out of that neighborhood so bad. I wanted out of my. I wanted out of that Pontiac two thousand two tone, one tone <laughs> rust, one tone dirt. I was like, I was done, done. So I was willing to eat a lot of shit. And people talk, man. They don't even know. Like people don't even know what network marketing is. And right away, that's a pyramid scheme. You don't even know what the fuck a pyramid scheme is. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like the company you work for is a is a true. I worked for GE as a janitor for a minute. Jack Welch was at the top of that pyramid scheme. Well, nobody taking his position. And that structure was very clear how it was set up. And I was like sub-pyramid. I'm at the way at the bottom. <laughs> I'm underneath the pyramid. And somehow I'm supposed to climb the corporate ladder. I'm like, dude, I'm going to be dead just this trying to happening. get near, near Jack Welch. And I, I caught him very quickly. That, and, and here's the other beauty of it. And it's guys like you that were already business people, that already had a path, already knew how to do stuff. They were teaching me things, teaching me leadership, scaling for free. Well, it wasn't free because, well, I had to go do the work. And if I as produce, long as you were on the team, I'm on the team, and you were showing up, 
Showing up was you a were, big part. You were getting, and you were putting in the act- activities. I was getting game. You were getting amazing mentorship by people that you couldn't have probably paid for. Impossible. One, for, yeah, because they just weren't into it. But because you were in their downline, they're paying attention. They are paying attention. Because they, so this is what I got when I first, because I've never done mar- network marketing. I'm a consumer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I was, a, I bought all the products from all yeah. the big, big, big companies, especially in the supplement space. Um, uh, I I what used to have a negative con- connotation to network marketing. Why would why would anybody ever do that? Yeah. And then I understood this power. Of but it wasn't based growth. on on like you working in it or anything. It just you just where did it come from? Where does that negativity come from? You know, I think it was that bad experience of doing the bait and switch. Yeah, the bait and switch. It was one bad it. experience, yeah. and I think also just this idea of um watching people like not. Like you see a lot of people get into it and then they jump to a different one. Man. And then all of a sudden they're talking to you about the video phone. Then they're talking to you about the tea. Then they're talking <laughs> yes. to you about oh. prepaid legal. And then they're talking. And and then I, I, I watching that, I'm like, oh, you, you're not winning in your business. So therefore Clearly you're jumping. Not. But that's every industry. I just, yeah. I just never, I never really thought much about it because it wasn't what I was going to do yeah. until I met you. And you explained to me the power of exponential growth within network marketing. So you get this word of mouth. One person becomes two, Man. becomes four, becomes eight, becomes, and you don't know when that moment happens where you we get the mega launch. I wish. So, but when you get it, it's game over. It's not only game over; it's a true lifestyle business. No, the and that's the biggest thing I tell people all the time. Look, I have a lot of rich friends, but a lot of them don't have any time freedom. Mm. The one thing that this this profession gave me, and people were like, "How the hell are you traveling? You're every Wednesday to you're somewhere you." How do you do this? I said, well, my business provides me not just money, cash flow to the extreme, to the max. It also provides me time freedom because, you know, I, w- I could do everything from my house. Like half the time I, when I, I didn't really know what to do, I'd be jumping on my kid's trampoline, you know, and building my business. I, I didn't know any other way of doing this stuff. So I had, I had real time freedom. And, and all, look, it got at one point. It was, Once you get it going. It, that's it's the not problem. the beginning. Everybody yeah. wants it before Everybody they get it, it going. Yeah, they, so many. So when did you get your quit on me? Everybody quit on me, and I'm like, "Why are you quitting? You have no, you don't have a better alternative." But like you said, they go do something else. I went back to Milwaukee. Same in real estate. I, 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 I didn't realize that. I hold these big ass events, and you know there'll be a thousand people there, and I'll look right at all of them, and I'll say maybe a hundred of you are going to ever do a deal. And out of the hundred, maybe 25 of you are going to go off to become uber wealthy. Isn't that crazy? And that's the, just the reality so of, why isn't of that, the business. But they don't say pyramid scheme scam because real estate is kind of cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we all know like, you know, people, you can point at people. Because they all want the lifestyle before they put in the they work. They want, and that's. So when was your first big win? My first big win was, so the company I wrote the check for $600, that company got acquired by a company called Prepaid Legal, which you just mentioned. So, I, I ended up thrusted into prepaid legal because there was this transition. I was just starting to do some things. As you know what's company. great about this story? <laughs> is that? the dude with the felony is out slanging legal <laughs> services yeah. and oh. probably murdering it. Man, it, yeah. That, hey, if anybody knows how bad you need this, it's me. <laughs> yes, let me tell you. Just sign up for this shit before Actually, you end up funny totally screwed. Because I went to... And the, and the pro, their product really isn't designed for like criminals. It's designed for you know maybe a traffic offense or doing wills and stuff. But I yeah. I went to my criminal friends, <laughs> got them all enrolled. I said I got to get you in. Well, you need an attorney. <laughs> that's and, amazing. So yeah, we it was my that's really where I started getting traction. And it was um, 
Now keep in mind, I had been in I had been in the profession now for four years. I didn't have a lot. I think my biggest month in four years was like a thousand dollars. So I was like easy to point at. What a loser! But but the thing was, I was growing. I was like stuff. You was were growing. I, yes, I was growing. Yeah. I wasn't making money. So that part really sucked because people were still talking crazy. My own family talking shit. Like, go get a real job. I, like, I'm a janitor. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do here? So they st- they're going to talk shit no matter what. So I realized no matter what I do, they're going to talk shit. But then prepaid legal came in. And my third year there, that's when I finally cracked $116,000. So, but I had- In a year? Yeah, my first six-figure year. You broke six figures. Man, and then- it, Now you believe. Dude, I, see the difference was I was believing up to that because my first year it was it was four my first year total in the whole profession was four thousand dollars, and so the progression. Was I want starting I want people to think about this because here in a minute John's <laughs> going to talk about making hundreds of thousands yeah, a, month a month in this business. I want you to envision yourself making 4,000 in an entire year oh. and still staying the fucking course. Everybody quit. Oh, I love that. I love <laughs> that because I put a sticky note on my wall, 4,000 a month as a wholesaler. 4,000 a month. A month. At the time I was making Ooh. 34 to 36,000 a year as a bookkeeper. And I hated the job, but I had this dream of being able to just do real estate full time. And the distant, you know, I, it's, it's, it's hard to get consistency in anything, yeah, yeah. let alone real estate. And I just said, if I can do 4,000 a month consistently, I'm going to quit my job someday. So I was just dreaming. Four grand. That was my year. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> well, 4,000, then, then the next year was 16,000, which still sucks. But I caught on, even though I couldn't do the math, I, I didn't know what that percentage actually was back then, but I knew that was a big jump. Like if I got a raise yeah. like that on my job, I'd be pretty fucking stoked. But 4,000. Now, while you're doing this, you still mopping floors? No, but at, I was in an, we'll see what happened. The boss is, here's where I really full time in, yeah. in, so you went all in. Well, all right. So there's a story. The boss's son who was in college came back home and the boss gave his son my job. So I'm catching on to all these cues at this whole corporate. <laughs> you got outsourced. I got outsourced as a janitor, bro. Like, are you That's what you do. I'm I got to make this Where thing do work. I go from here? I'm at yeah. the lowest of the low. I can't get, I'm trying to I'll try to make, I thought maybe I could be a supervisor at I didn't, some point. I didn't really, I mean, you kind of were a loser, dude. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you were like. Yes. No, I, look, I was. And I, and I, I so, used, so, there's so, no question I was. So you're, you're now in your third or fourth year of prepaid legal. You're starting to get some traction. Yep. When was that moment where you were like, dude, this thing's going. Well, and it it's really was. It really was that that six figure because they had a ring when you earn when you when you actually took home a hundred thousand. You got a ring, so you got you got recognized. At the, there was seventeen thousand people in the arena. That was that probably felt good. Oh, it felt really good. Yeah. I was starting to get I was starting to get some notoriety because of my story because people see the people I'd bring to the events. They're like, where did why, we have all these gangsters? <laughs> where they come from? And they kept pointing back to me because all I knew all I knew is they said you know. Go to the people you know. Well, the other people I knew were also losers, so I just brought tons of losers. <laughs> uh, and he, but then I had a, a mentor tell me, he said, look, every dud knows a stud. And he said, there's links to leaders. And he said, just, because I said, all oh, my people are, they're like me. Nobody has any money. How Nobody am I going to get them to do anything? And half of them couldn't get the, because you had to get a license in certain states to do prepaid legal. Most of my guys couldn't get the damn license because of their background. So it was, it was, it was just challenge on top of challenge, but, they were right though. Some of my duds, or what what society would call duds, led to powerhouses that end up 
blowing up, exploding. We brought a guy named Frank Thompson in. This young guy, his family owned a construction business in the hood. They were remodeling houses. They would do events at their house. There'd be lines to get in the house. The whole we we were doing double deck like in the basement. We are now connecting TVs, drilling holes to connect TVs downstairs and upstairs. <laughs> so because we would play, what we caught on is we couldn't do the presentations either. I couldn't do the presentation. So we always just played. We took a VHS tape, popped it in, and just watched play this. Everybody just sat around quietly. Just sat around and quiet. Some fall asleep. <laughs> it was long too. Like presentations were like two hours long back then. You can't do that shit now. Yeah. And they were like, we'd see people snoring on the couch. It was just, it was a disaster. But. That's that's what it took. If, if, there's no way you could ever say, here's what you do this, do this, and then you have people falling asleep on the couch, and then this other guy, this Frank Thompson from the hood, is going to bring, and it's going to explode, and then you're going to go meet a guy named Poet Woods who had a, a uh, he was a rapper with the Scarface label, and he's going to come in, he's going to use this to, to build up his thing so he can get out of the, out of uh, Scarface deal and create his own income. And then he bring this dude starts traveling around those big entourages and this whole, it just started exploding and all this different, but you could have never like said, this is how it's going to go down. Wow. But that's how it went down. How, 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 how far up in prepaid did you make it? At the top. I was out. Well, at one time prepaid legal had 500,000 distributors and I made it to the top 20 in that company. Before, uh, yeah, it was, yeah. So when, was you, when you build a book of business like that, are you investing any money along the way? Do, are you doing anything smart with your money? Or are you just balling the fuck out? doing no, something smart with my I money? I want to know. I want to know because, look, the whole premise of the Clever <laughs> Investor Show is you got to make money yeah. and then invest it, right? And so most of us, I know my first come up part of my evolution, I was spending it. I wasn't being at all smart with my money. And you, you have to kind of do that, like, you know, like yeah. uh, that was, you know, and it was I my, it was my $500,000 yeah. plus tax bill was my sit on the, the jail room floor moment where oh, you're just like, oh my God, I I'm so too. screwed. Hey, sorry for the interruption. I'm gonna let you get right back to the episode, but I wanted to share with you something real quick that I think is going to help your business in a major way. A few years ago, I started a real estate mastermind and we call ourselves the Avengers. It's an experiential mastermind. There's about 175 members. They're all super high level. They're all gaining skills and capabilities. Networking is off the charts. So if you're looking to get plugged into something that's going to really lift your business up in a major way, check out joinavengersmastermind.com watch the video that's on there, read all the information, and see if getting plugged into a mastermind would be right for you. That's joinavengersmastermind.com. So were you buying anything, starting businesses, investing in anything, or were you just balling out? Not, not at first. Um, I was every, for every dollar I made, I wasted two. That was my, <laughs> that was my way. <laughs> so if I made a buck, I found a way to spend two or lose two. Um, I was really good at buying high, and then selling low. That was like, Solid. that was my specialty. <laughs> like, if you want to know how to do that, I had you covered. Yeah, it was a mindset. I'm so good at now making money. I'll figure it out I later. I didn't care. Plus, yeah. I'll just give some advice to your viewers. Uh, divorce is, is like one of the biggest uh, financial setbacks you'll ever experience. Uh, and, and you getting divorced. For anybody. Look, divorce is a mother, boy. Divorce, the, the mental, the financial, every, every piece of it. And I did that twice. So, um, yeah, I got clipped in half. And then, the, well... The second one, I was really on a whole nother level. But my first one, I had so much cash. I mean, the cash flow was just coming in. Like, I couldn't stop. At that point, we had a couple hundred thousand customers. Everyone was paying. And it was just money, money, money. Not crazy money like I, I saw later on. But for me, at that point, I was still, I was not in the hood. I was in the suburbs of the hood. Okay. <laughs> you know, yep. I, hadn't, I hadn't gone to Beverly Hills at this point. But I was 
you know, I was living in a- You're moving on up. I was moving on up, you yeah. know, the Jefferson style. I was heading in that direction, but there was lots of cash. And I knew what to do with cash. Go buy an Escalade. Go buy some jewelry. I knew exactly what to do. Let's go out to the club. Would and, you do it? Would you? What would you do different? Oh, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> oh man, oh man. I learned because I did lose it all. I've lost it all twice. And the, the the beauty of it was I had the skills to get it back. You know, I seen people lose it, but you realize, oh, they must not have had the skills. Maybe it was. I don't know what I don't. Yeah. Predict, but for me, I caught on. I had these skills. I had value in the marketplace, and now I could get it back quicker. But so basically what I started doing, though, I started investing in things. I, I opened up restaurants. And I did, you, I've done everything. I had a mixed martial arts cage fighting company. Dana White eventually put me out of business, which I tell that story proudly. But I, that was another big cash flow business for me. That thing was spitting up. We would do these events. And, and I was getting better on the mic. So I would be on the mic and, you know, I'm introducing stuff. I got people from American Idol singing the, the Star Spangled Banner before. I got like the Pettis, you know, the whole, yeah, like yeah. Sergio just joined the team. He's Bellator's champion right now. Uh, just joined Old Snapples. But I had, I had all these connections in the UFC because of our amateur fight league. And these guys were ending up in the UFC. And how, so, I was parlaying all this cash in these So how long things. were you at prepaid legal total? I was, I was there um, 17 years. Damn. Yeah. And then what do you I do? Never at, left. What, what do you do at the end? Like when you're, when you're like, okay, I'm ready to move on. Do you, can you sell a book of business? Yeah. Do you just take it with you and let it ride? I what had do do? a couple of different books of businesses there that while I was there, I had bought and sold a couple of businesses. So that's, that's what people don't realize about network marketing as well is now I've sold. I've so probably, someone in your downline or upline is like, hey, I want out. And you're like, hey, I'll give you a yeah. 400 grand, 500 grand, whatever, exactly. whatever money and so you, buy your yeah. income stream. So think about what you do in real estate. So yeah. if you could buy a, a building and it spits off 20 grand a month, you know, what would you be willing to pay for that upfront yeah. to get a 20 grand a month cash flow? So that's what these businesses had going for them that people never recognized. And so I would see this, and I'm like, man, there's another 20 grand a month coming in. And I have the skills to, to well, turn that, that into yep. 40, 50 grand a month. And that's what I was doing. So I, I'd offer someone a couple hundred grand, take that business over. We'd blow that thing up, get it on autopilot. Now I have another cash flow stream. And I kept doing that over and over. And then after prepaid legal, prepaid legal got bought by a hedge fund. Mid-Ocean's partners came in, paid like $600 million for this company. And I loved Harlan Stonecipher, who was the founder of this company. And he, he just really appreciated where I came from. He just, he loved it. And, and he was just such a great guy. And when, when they ousted him, it, for me, it was like the heart and soul was gone. And these guys, like, all they cared about was that quarter, shareholder numbers. And you could feel it. And I, I felt like my place was- It was time for you to move It was on. time to go. So where'd you go next? I ended up with a company called Secret, uh, Minerals from the Dead Sea, S-E-A. Um, yep. They, they attack you in the mall and put that's makeup exactly on your right. face. So, so I got a call that said they wanted to get out of the malls. And, and and you were the expert in growing big teams. Yep. You come over, you blew that up. How big did you make, get get your team uh, there? That was, the, yeah, 327,000 distributors in eight countries. Damn. Our little team was doing a couple about $220 million a year. In, in and you're just printing money. It was stupid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was so yeah. good. And it, look, and I, you're opening up other countries and all this. And the reason yeah. I'm sharing this I with you, living, is I went living in other I'm countries. Like, just I'm like, I don't know much about network marketing <laughs> until I met you. And I want to drive all the way to this moment, right? Yeah. This is your first yeah. time owning a network marketing company. Yeah. You now we're in the supplement space. Yep. Right. And so you, you you blew up Secret. You did really well. Yep. This Sold is and this is when you're investing. Yeah, now I'm because I learned my lesson when the yeah. IRS shows up at your door because you you didn't realize oh I got to pay tax on all this money. 
uh, all right. And, and when you've lost so many times, because people come to me and say, hey, invest in this, invest in that. And they seem very sharp and they seem like they're telling me the truth. And I end up pissing away millions of dollars in, in different deals. Just throwing shit around. Just, some work, some don't. Yeah. And my mentality, unfortunately, very early on my mentality, whatever, I'm going to make it back. So I lost 100 grand here, lost 200 grand there. I'll make it back. That was always my mentality. I got divorced. Oh, that's another million bucks. Oh, I'll make it back. And you get tired of that. That, that, that starts to get old after a while. And so I made, a, you know, I made a lot of mistakes, but I don't regret any of them because now I, what I realize, what's, here's what's crazy, Cody, is there's people now that come into my business and they're just like me. And I said, and now I'm like, let me, let me help you. Let me help you not make this. So the mistakes I made, I realize now I made for the people I hadn't even met yet. And, and it's, it's kind of cool. And, and that's I, leadership. You know, it, it is. Yeah, that's leadership. And there's nothing more satisfying though, to see someone else that, that you brought up help, when they make seven figures, because you taught them what to do and you see them walk across the stage, man, it, it's, and it, it's, it's, the best it's cool too, because when I first met you, you were doing the build your empire yeah. stuff. I spoke on some of your stages. Yeah. We broke out. We, yeah. you know, I love yeah. watching you speak. Um, been watching you for a long time. You were doing a bunch of stuff in crypto. Yep. Uh, what do you think of the NFTs in the metaverse and like where things are going now? I, I think it's amazing. I, you know, it's, it's weird. You know, a lot of the stuff, um, I think it's cool. You, yeah, do you own any <laughs> virtual real estate? Yeah, yeah. I bought, you know, I went into Superworld and I own like our little old town, Scottsdale. I own some Ritz Carlton's. <laughs> yeah, I started buying. Because I watch you, you know, buying, you're like the Monopoly. I, you actually literally on a Monopoly board. <laughs> <laughs> buying real, buying real, real estate. estate. So I said, you know what? I'm, I like the, I like, you know, it's, it's coming. All I know is this is coming. I don't know where it's going to end up. And I, I've learned my lesson, you know, not being open. You know, at one point, well, because I, I had, I had, I had all these different business. I had publishing companies, mixed martial arts, cage company, real estate company, I had all this stuff. And you kind of, you stretch yourself thin. And I realized my, my cash flow machine, which was my network marketing business, none of these other ones ever paid me like that. And all the other ones I had to put my damn time into. I had to keep hustling. Out of work. Yeah. And the next day I had to show up and do it again, where I was discounting my network marketing business, but that was the one that didn't require me to do anything. And if I'd have doubled down there, who knows where that income could have went. So now, how did you end up at the oh snap moment? Because this, this company is really cool. So first yeah. off, if, if you guys have never seen a snapback before, this is the first time I've ever seen it. Yeah, um, when, when When you first showed it to yep. me. And I was like, oh, this is cool because it's liquid nutrition in this new cool way of delivering it, which is called a snap pack. Yep. And uh, have you snapped yet today? I, I snapped my surge this morning before the gym, but I'm over, I'm ready for a complete or a revert. What do you want to do? We, we need to snap well, something. I've already done all, all of them, but I'll do it. I'll, <laughs> I'll just get super cracked out and do another, all right. a, another surge. So yeah, explain to me, do you want energy or you want that? I'm, I'm going to do the, I'll do the multivitamin. All, all right. You know, so explain what are, what are, what is, yeah. what is O-Snap? Well, so, so first off, there was so much frustration happening in the profession in network marketing in general, because anytime there's the ability to make a lot of money, you end up attracting a lot of the wrong people. Just like anything, real estate too. You can make a lot of money, so there's good and there's bad, just like anything else. It's not any different than a car business, real estate. But I kept getting people that say, oh, I, I'll never do it again because of this or that. And I'm like, man, you just don't understand. Like, like this, this profession literally saved my life. When I think back, like this put me on, gave me purpose and gave me traction and, and mentors and, and all this stuff. Um, so I kept meeting these people, and then I go to my mentor Terry Lacour, who you know, mm -hmm. um, 
I mean, this dude is there's there's levels to this whole game. It's legit. Yeah, yeah. We, we like, went to his, his garage. How when many when you own a town, <laughs> yeah, you the town. When is the this. whole town, every street, the billboards are named after you. You're like, there's something going on. Yeah, here the bank. That you own the bank. You own like the yeah everything. You know what I loved about Terry? For all the success, all the cool stuff, the planes, the businesses, all that stuff. The dude was the realest guy. Man, I mean, he's the come stay in my guest room yeah let me make you breakfast let's drive around and hang out let me take the kids to the basketball game let me let, you know it, just real talk real dude real i mean you would never ever know the dude no. is just an absolute beast beast and i love that like a billion a month beast yeah like, i love that yeah so terry lacour is so terry, a, I, I used to complain to terry and i say and, and basically say well then do it yourself i got a pretty good life i'm like what do i really want to go in in own a bit, own the business, and now I'm responsible for this and and all, and all this stuff. And and then I realized, look, I, I, 28 years building in this profession. Let me come in here and do this right. Let me take the people that that never quite got where they they should have gone. That lifted other people up. That picked the wrong companies because they didn't understand what to look for, how to check the boxes. Let me bring them into a company where it really is people first. Because I've always operated people first, and I always operated speed longevity and flexibility for me it was like it was never just come in and grab a bunch of cash it was never a cash grab for me i always knew i would work my ass off boom 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 like for three years i worked got that check to a quarter million dollars a month and that check just kept going it never stopped so i went and played all over the world i'm you know i bought a you know i was living in australia on the ocean you know i'm in japan and south korea i'm seeing the world i'm doing all the stuff i have the house on top of camelback mountain over here and you'd wake up and be like oh i just made I just made $50,000 bonus today. Man, I, woke, I, remember, I remember one morning I woke up to a quarter million dollar bonus because of what happened <sighs> in South Korea while I was sleeping. I mean, that's a great year in one day. <laughs> Those were the type of things that were happening. People don't even think about this. Like, I hit the lottery that morning when I woke up. And I, you know, I went and, you know, I, 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 and I was smarter then, so I made some investments right away, but then I blew, I don't know, probably 100 grand. Like, I think I bought a <laughs> we watch. We got to have a little so, fun. Yeah, I did. You, you know. wouldn't be my most fun yeah, CEO yeah, friend still, if you didn't I have a little fun. I still do stupid shit, but... Uh, but it was coming in like clockwork. It was, and you so, couldn't stop it. So, I couldn't suck better. So enough. our right, whole so. thing with O-Snap, and the reason I jumped on board with you, besides you being a beast and Terry LaCour being a beast, yeah. is there's no sugar in our products. Man. And I think that's a big thing. Most people don't understand that there is a diabetes problem oh. going on in the world. So many people are overweight. So many people are getting bombarded with the worst foods, the worst fake, I, I, I call them fake supplements. Yep. It's like fake news. It's fake supplements. They they put these sugar on the gummies and they slam them yeah. on you and, they, and they're Three, not good four, for you. Three, four, five grams a gummy. If people would actually look what they're getting. Or energy drinks. Oh. With a, you know, if you look at the sugar content on most energy drinks, and I know they have a non-sugar version sometimes, but with, like with even worse, yeah, sucralose, fake, yeah, fake sugars, that yeah, are even yeah. worse for you. It's like you know, if you filled up a plastic <laughs> cup, yeah. it's like this much raw sugar, 40, 50, 100 grams in some of these things. It's insanity, and it's not good for you. And so, how do you the thing give- about sugar though? It kills you slowly. You don't realize you're you're slowly built. It it, it spikes the uh, cortisol hormone which leads to the, the flat tire around, you know, all these things. And you, you could work out, do all these things. You wonder why I can't, well, you got to get off the damn sugar. If you go to Jamba Juice, the average Jamba Juice drink has 40 teaspoons of sugar in it. Oh, wow. Well, people know think that. that's a health, people think that's a health store. Yeah. That, that, it, that thing is killing you. And so we made a decision and then we put them in snap packs because why? People thought, oh, is this a trend or a fat? No, 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 no. Listen, 
First, you have pills, which I discovered 40% of the population can't swallow pills or won't, whatever the reason is. Then you got powders, which, you know, you know fillers, all the junk they put in, cheap caffeine. I always, I always like, pour the powder, and then it pours all over the place. And yeah, it's, it's messy. Very messy. It's, a, it's a pain. In, yeah, it's a pain in the ass. And then you've got later what came on the scene later, which catered to our addiction to fat, salts, and sugars were gummies. Man, they taste good. Give your kid, they got these sleepy time melatonin gummies. They got little dinosaurs in the package. Give your kid one of those at night. I guarantee your kid loves them. But this is the problem. Five grams of sugar per gummy. Any parent knows giving your kids five grams of sugar right before you go to bed is probably not a good idea. Yeah. But these kids crave it. They love it. So they keep begging you for them again. They'll see it in that aisle again. They're going to want it again. So it's all marketing. And how much do you think you're absorbing of that wax? I mean, yeah. it's all marketing. So we said, let's create a brand new category. Highly absorbable liquid nutrition. It, it's it's the best way to receive your nutrition. But in the past, carrying a bottle around is a pain in the ass. You got to refrigerate it. Yeah. You drop it. You break it. Can't go through TSA. Here comes Snap Pack. You literally just throw this in your purse or gym bag. It's always oh. on the go. No no water needed because when we first developed this product, we thought okay, yeah, you'll, yeah. you'll pour this in water and yeah. you'll dilute it. And some people do that. Yeah, I just slam it. Every that's what happened. And, and here's the thing. <laughs> it's it. I do like for like coffee drinkers that like to sip real yeah. slow and stuff. There might be a little transition, but literally I'm about to go to the gym. I'll take one of our surge products, which is our most popular product. Yeah. 270 milligrams of green coffee bean. Yeah, so yeah, just, just under 200, about 200, just a little over 200 milligrams of, of raw green coffee bean. So okay. this is what, this is what you have to understand is not all caffeine so is created equally. Okay. So this says 270 milligrams in the proprietary blend. Yeah. So, so what you yeah, got is between, got so you have it's about the, 200. Of, yeah. Got it. So what, what people don't realize is normally like when you have coffee, number one, if you do research on coffee, you start to realize that most, most coffee is tainted, genetically modified, um, mold. There's all kinds of issues with coffee. And there's a difference between a black roasted coffee Huge bean difference. and a green it, unroasted Number coffee. one, just we know there's difference between even raw vegetables and cooked dead, like killing your broccoli and pouring cheese on it is probably not as good as grabbing a raw. <laughs> you know, we know yeah. this stuff. So getting, getting that caffeine uh, delivered in the source that nature meant to deliver it in is different too. That's why people, when they do our product, I don't have jitters, I don't have none of this stuff. It's because you're used to getting that cheap, dead, black caffeine that's cheap as hell and they put it in your pre-workout and, they put, and now you're shaking for the rest of the day, but you're, you're up. Uh, here, we said, let's not go that route. We, we went the extra mile to make it vegan which is a big deal today, all plant-based, science-backed, sugar-free, dairy-free, gluten, you know, all yeah. the freeze. And then put it in a snap pack, it's game over. And like, make them taste good. And make them taste good. That tastes like green apple. So that's yeah. your daily multivitamin with organic greens. 18 organic right, greens. Let, let's do boy. a snap. Let's Come do on. it. So on, let's have a little you, fun. We never right. snap, you know, we never snap alone. <laughs> Every time John snaps, it's like a party. It's like, hey, yeah, you know, we go from hey, the health club to the nightclubs. I know <laughs> all, 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 all my video guys, everybody does snaps yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> if you roll here and you roll in with like a Red Bull, I'm slapping that out of your hand. Oh, yeah, you, like, gotta, you gotta. And not just Red Bull, any energy <laughs> Eddie, drink. Get, him, get it out of here. Yeah, well, we, you know, we, can, we can edit the Red Bull part out yeah, later. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, any energy any, drink. Any drink. Um, but I like it because it's just fast, man. You just grab it, that, snap well, it, look, and go. Think about what you do. You teach people how to be more efficient. You teach mm -hmm. people how to make money. I drive a Tesla, John, because I don't want to stop and get gas. I want to be able to drive in the carpool lane. I look for ways. High performers yep. look for ways to steal back minutes. Boy. That is it. If you're a high performer, your number one most valuable asset is always your time, and you need to find a way to steal back every available minute. That's Tony Robbins calls it net time. You want to listen to a podcast? Well, I don't have time for that. Yes, you do when you're sitting on the shitter. 
Yep. It's no extra yep. time. It's your net time. It's it's in your transits. It's in between phone calls. It you you can create the time, but you got to figure out how to still back minutes. And that's what I love about this. This so. this is so fast, so efficient, so convenient. And it's rev- here's what's it, other crazy. The other thing that's crazy is every time we do this around someone, they're like, "What is that?" Think about that just from a business standpoint for a minute. I've never had that. Imagine if I just took some pills. People would be like, "Oh, that old dude is probably." down in like Prozac or something. <laughs> but when they see me snap a pack, I'm at, I was at uh, Bottle Blonde at the nightclub you know, with Aaron Wags. Yeah. And we had the lady from Dance Mom. She got like 6 million followers on Instagram. We had all these big influencers like, bro, they I want to know what, what is that? They're what is like, that? I want it. I want it. I want it. Because they, they see me, Jack. They're like, how do you have more energy than every 20-year-old in from the, the club? From the health clubs to the nightclubs. <laughs> you want to surge it up? You want to go? I never stop. But I'm, I'm efficient with my sleep. So I, we created our, that product. Our, yeah, our sleep product's great. Insane. Um, so, dude, yeah. I do. I don't take sleep every day because I sleep pretty good. But when I don't, I take I, it. Every I night. take it. I do all of our other products. We have four products every day. Me too. And all I right. do the sleep every night. Because all right. Of this, the is, this is this is probably uh, my two and a half surges <laughs> in a day. So. I, I like to say, you know, some people do premature snappers. They're premature snappers. They snap it all on their eyeballs. We put it right to our – I tell people I'm in the – not sales. I'm in information and knowledge. Put it right to your mouth. Push it in the center. Hear it snap. Mm. Boom. There it is. Tropical. <laughs> That's good. That's you can good. smell That's it in good. the air. It's funny, man. I can, the green like apple? I, yeah, you smell the green apples. All right, so how do people make money with this, though? So it's uh, – it, I, I show up. I give you $49. I get a business in a box. When you say it like that, it sounds insane to me. Just how ridiculous that deal is. If somebody said, can I start a real estate business for $49? I'd be like, like, no, no, no. No, you could do it for under a thousand. Yeah. You can't even get into your class here for 49 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) But you think about you, you look, I turned a $600 check into tens and tens of millions of dollars. So it's the same. It's the same thing. I learned, I learned all this. So I tell people first and foremost, you're buying like a McDonald's franchise. It's, n- it's not, nothing different. What does McDonald's give you? They give you a, a business system. You get the right to do business in their name. And then, then you pay $40,000 for the burger manual. They take you to two weeks of burger school. doesn't matter how big of it. You got $2 million bucks to invest in a McDonald's. You're probably pretty sharp. You still have to go through that, learn the entire system. We do the exact same thing for 49 bucks. You get your version of the burger manual. We got the apps for automation. And, then, you know, of course, you and I have been working on a lot of stuff because that's why you came on. That was really That's what I'm me. excited over is to, how do you take old school network yes. marketing and the new school direct response stuff? And I've done over $80 million online. Uh, oh, I know. That's and, why I called and, you. And information. Yeah. Not, not like this is my, and you guys get to come along on this yeah. journey with us because we're about eight, nine months old. You're going to watch us blow Osnap up. And I'm excited for the, the viewers to watch this evolution because I'm learning yeah. a tremendous amount about supplements, about selling on Amazon, about growing a network marketing team, about the business behind the scenes. You know, there's going to be a day, like you said, where we're going to have a stadium with 20,000 oh, no people doubt. in it. And it's going to be glorious. Glorious. And can you, I, I, you can hear it right I already, now. I, I've already saw the future of our company. I remember walking to South Korea, 30,000 people John, in the room. John. Dude, you you believe 30, in you believe in this company so much. You already got an O Snap tattoo. I do O Snap. I, look, I and you didn't even you didn't even hesitate. You're I, like I'm hesitate. in. Look, I, I, if I'm in, I'm in. You know, there's there's no I don't do like the put the toe in the water. I, I'm not good at that type of thing. I can't be sort of kind of into something. Mm-hmm. Like I'm all in. And when I realized when I just did the when I looked at two things, I looked at what Five Hour Energy did when they when they shrunk down energy drinks, two hundred forty million dollars right out the gate. 
I'm like, okay, so they just took these bigger drinks, put them in a smaller package. Still not good for you. Still every sip is, is not really good for you. So what if, what if, we, could, what if we could do better than that in, in one snap? Now we're talking about convenience, efficiency, all these things you talk about. No refrigeration. No refrigeration. Snap and go. So what is, what, just that one product, what would that do? And so I was like, and then creating a new category. Like we got kids with special, we got these families coming to me now. I never even thought about this. Kids with special needs. These kids can't or whatever, they can't take pills or won't take pills. And these moms are coming to me saying they're getting their kids 18 organic greens. They're getting them uh, vitamins and minerals and these things that they're not getting. Every single one of our products has one special kind of hook to it. Yeah, yeah. A clinically Clin studied clinically something. Studied, real Neuro science. factor, you got the, the focus. Brain. You got the 5-HTP and, and, uh, um, and the Pharmagaba yeah. on this for the sleep. You get that real chill, deep REM type sleep that makes you just Dude. feel so good. And you don't get the melatonin, crazy, lucid, yeah, yeah. <laughs> next day, I'm kind of <laughs> yeah. cracked out. feeling. Reverse, this is an interesting product because it's uh, got AC11. I didn't even know what a telomere was. No, most people don't. It was like, it was like, oh, it elongates your telomeres by 40%. It's like, They're cool. learning though. People this, are, this, are, this. Mark this, is being educated right now for us. This is, in my opinion, me being in my 40s, you being 104. Hunt, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is <laughs> how, this is how this you, this is I'm how you, here. let me, I'm gonna throw this mic. <laughs> this is how you last so long and look so good. Yeah. No, this was a game show because I was taking AC11 for the last four years. And I, I was saying, look, if I had to get rid of everything and I, and I only could have one thing, it would be AC11. Because when I, when your DNA replicates every single time. Bro, and lengthening your telomeres. Because when your telomeres shorten, we, there's so, this is, this is fact. Nobody can argue this. There's so much research on this. When your length, when your telomeres start to shorten and fray, your life is shortening. That's what we're linking aging to. We're skin problems, cancers, ball. I mean, it just goes on and on. There's so many things linked. And by the way, when they get to a certain length, you're just dead. It's as simple as that. This okay. is, this is not up for debate. That's why you see, I, I'm saying right now. It's like biohacking. We're it's way like ahead a, of the curve on this. It's like a little way to biohack a little bit. Instead of doing anti-aging like most people do, it's like if you read the thing, it says it may diminish the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. Well, we're working from the inside out. Just like if you, if you study some of the big uh, pharmaceutical companies right now, they are saying the final frontier for them is DNA. It's cellular. Your DNA is what makes... Here's, here's the problem. I'm telling you this last thing. And I get excited about this. When you go to the doctor, the first thing the doctor does is he asks your history. They want to know your parents, is there a history of heart disease or things like that. Then you say, okay, well, my mom had this. My... The doctor then lets you off the hook. Basically, what can you do? Your DNA sucks. You got a history of heart attacks. Let me prescribe some pills for you. You're off yeah. the hook completely. So now you don't change your lifestyle. You don't change shit. Americans don't change shit until they actually have a heart attack, until something actually bad happens. They keep eating the, the crap. They Are keep you saying through. that we have to learn the hard way? <laughs> we have to learn the hard way. Sitting on the jail floor? Well, Jim, yeah, Jim Rohn <laughs> used to say, he said, if, if, if you do have a heart attack, or probably now we can say when you do have a heart attack, you're more like, if you survive it, you're more likely to live a long life. Because when do you change? You already knew you shouldn't be doing this shit leading up to that. But now you have the heart attack. Now yeah. everybody's holding you accountable. Your wife is like freaked out of her mind and they're telling you, stop do eating this, stop. You're not going to, would you be drinking bottles of Mountain Dew after you had a heart attack? Would you be eating? No. no, you wouldn't. No. So what we're saying is that like we're holding ourselves accountable. Your DNA loads the gun, but it's your environment that pulls the trigger. You can change everything. We have the ability to change all this stuff. And when I caught that, cause I had my, my cholesterol was redlining bad and I kind of just chalked my dad's on cholesterol medication. I kind of chalked it up. It's, you know, it's what it is until I started doing research and realized I can change it. Now my, every time I go in and get my numbers done, I got a young wife. 
My numbers are as good, if not How did better. you get such a hot wife, John? Well, I want to understand. Look at, me. You see this, you know, look at <laughs> this body of mine. Look at my face. <laughs> I, I'm, you guys I'm very are, persuasive. You guys are very fun to watch on, on TikTok and She's the and best, reels. man. I, you know, she kills it. She's a great compliment to you. She is a hustler. She gets it, man. She's an introvert uh, with, with courage. She's strong as hell. Um, and I always say, like, I, I had relationships... Third time's a charm. Third charm's a yeah. Third, I can't, I'm afraid to even say it. <laughs> I don't don't jinx yourself. Oh yeah, no yeah yeah. Third time is it. There there's the only D in this is not divorce is death. Someone has to die. It's the only way out of this one. But yeah, uh, no, it's uh. But you she, guys you guys are uh, really not only just complimentary, but um, you guys are in alignment with building yeah. an empire together. And I think a lot of people envy that. We want those kind of relationships. If you can find your a significant other Man. that will build with you, dude, oh. such a good feeling. I don't have to be in the club anymore looking for that either. You know, yeah. there's, you, we waste so much time as single people and we have so many guards up and we carry baggage from our last relationships. And then you got to decide is the relationship transactional or transformational? What, where am I? And everyone's playing games now. So it's nice to have someone who does. Where's the real connection anymore? Because look, it's hard Technology, to have a connection. Because yeah. I'm worried. Like if you got, you got money. Imagine you being signal. I mean, they're gonna. They're Hold showing on. Let me, let me imagine me being no, signal. Yeah, don't, Shannon. Don't. I apologize for bringing kidding. this up. <laughs> <laughs> I just, me and John in yeah. the club. Me, you and I, oh, two old guys in the back, oh. popping surge. Is that all we do? Because that's your famous. That's move. my thing that's right just, here. You just pump the deuces. After and... I snap, I got. I don't know why. It's like, hey, peace, love, happiness, brother. Join me. Have a have a snap. But uh, yeah. what are you afraid of, man? Uh man, I push fear out. Like this morning, I was in the cold plunge. And I, I asked for the connection. I said, move, get rid of all the anxiety, fear, doubt, worry, get rid of all. Because I used to be worried about every damn thing. I worried about how the bills were going to get paid. I worried about everything. I had fear about everything. Um, I grew up in a neighborhood where I wasn't allowed to be. My, my friend Mike Turner and I were talking about this because he was the leader of the Junior Kings in our neighborhood and went to prison for 11 years. And Mike and I were just talking. We rode big wheels together in the neighborhood. And he talked about, like, the guys come around now and say, damn, John Malak came up. And... Some of some of what I got good at in that neighborhood was was blocking fear. I was, if you see my pictures when I was a teenager, I always had black eyes, broken bones. I was always a wreck, always beat up. We had wear our hats to the left. That's represent our, our, and we had starter jackets that represent our colors. I could not take that off, and I couldn't turn my hat because other gangs wore it to the right. I was constantly going up against big ass dudes. They would say, put your hat straight or put, I you can't. Are, you were always on guard. Always. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm more afraid for my family. You know, my fear is like, I have four daughters, you know, where, what are my kids doing? Where are they going to be? I, I, you know, I, I pray for them too. Like, man, cause there's a lot of predators and messed up people out there. So that's kind of the stuff I worry about, you know. I heard it's your obligation to leave a legacy for your children's man. children. Children's children, bro. That's, that's it, man. It's like. I, that's my whole thing, legacy. You know, it's like I want my children's children's children to be talking about me. If you're, if one of your kids came up to you and said, "Dad, I'm going to get a new tattoo. It's a giant dick, and I'm going to put it on my arm," <laughs> would you talk him out of it? <laughs> yes, that, you would? Yes, I would. All right. Yeah, I'd say wait. <laughs> I get the dick later. <laughs> Just wait. But Dad, look at your arms. You're yeah, like, well, I don't have a dick on my. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I don't know. All right, so if you, you, saying, yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. you just got to spice it up. All right, uh, if you can give yourself, we're going to end strong. If yeah. you can give your younger self some advice. Simple. What would you say? Be humble. Man, uh, my ego cost me so much when I was young. And I don't know why I was humble. I don't know why I had an ego. I didn't have shit. 
Like I had this big ass ego. Like an overcompensation? <laughs> no, I didn't mean it. <laughs> no, uh, John, I'm sure you're hung really, really well. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like an overcompensation of not actually having. Yeah, so you were like for sure. fronting a little bit, for but, sure. it, but overpower. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It goes and, an and look, and, and we do it. We social media is the best at this because everybody's like balling. You know, I look at these 20 year olds, I'm fucking pissed sometimes. Like, I get the, the second Rolls Royce and the man. And I realize, well, it's not their shit. Um, you know, so, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's, so uh, you would tell your younger self, Hey man, check the ego at the door, be humble. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what really hit home for me. I was, I think I was like 16,000 a month. And, and my mentor said to me, he said, he said, John, you forgot where you came from. And I was like, what? He says, you, he said, you suck. Your ego is, is annoying. And he said, I'm done dealing with you until you check yourself. And he says, cause you're going to lose it all anyhow. And, and he actually, he used to hang, like, we can't, like, we're mentoring people now. We have to be all nice and friendly because they'll try to cancel you. They'll be mad at you. They, we got thin skin. But back then, we didn't have options. You know, I couldn't then bounce to another mentor. It was yeah. like, fuck, the only guy I got, you know, he doesn't like me anymore. He's firing me. What, yeah, what now the hell? what do I do? Now I'm, now I'm back to being a loser. Because that's hard to hear. It's hard to hear. Yeah. The truth is hard to hear. When someone says your breast stinks, man, it's hard to hear that shit. But get a mint, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you make, make some adjustments. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. Um, so he told you he didn't like it. He didn't like it and, it, and it started to make sense. I started taking inventory of people around because here's the thing: when you if, when you lose it after you've had a big ego, people are cheering for you when you're up, but but they're they're in the back of their mind when they see someone with a big ego fall, they're now throwing flames. You know, they're throwing gasoline. They're kicking you when you're down. But it's different because there was two different times I lost money. One was right after you know my prideful big ego, and there was nobody around. It was crickets. I got it all back again, but I, I, I humbled my, as a matter of fact, ego is the enemy. I have a tattoo of that as well on my writing hand, just to remind me, because it's easy. You get some money, man. And you start thinking I'm, I'm a yeah. bad, badass dude. Every girl wants to be, you know, every, you know, but, it, but it was the second time I lost money because I was humble and I had helped so many other people make money. Now all of a sudden doors are opening up. So the money came back way faster because people were like, Oh, they like me, man. I helped them do shit. And I was humble about it. It wasn't like a big dick. Like the tattoo you were talking yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's a, a great lesson just because, uh, you know, I see a lot of people going down the wrong path. It's their first time getting real money. They're spending it on all this dumb shit. They're posting about it as if other people are really excited that you got your They're second not. Rolls Royce. And, and I used to be that person. I yeah. had two Lamborghinis. I had a Porsche. I had, yeah. you know, the Tesla and the, the you had Escalade. All the, all the I stuff. had a whole fleet. Yeah. And they were all white. Right. Or they were all black. Like I just like matched everything. And I walked around thinking, dude, look at everybody cheering for me. Yep. No, they weren't cheering for me. And then, and like you said, in the back of the head, they were actually hoping that I stumbled. Man, I saw it. I was living on top they, of Camelback Mountain, had everything, had the cars, everything. I was, you know, single at this point. The rappers were hanging out at my house. The strippers were at my house. They, I would wake up in the morning. My pool's still filled with strippers and people partying. I don't know any of them. I don't, these people ain't around. When I lost it, do you think any of them were around? Never saw them again. It was, it was, it was always transactional and meaningless. Yeah. And the lesson in that is when you do it right, people remember what you did oh, yeah. for them. Big difference. And that's it. And that's at the end of the day, all we have is, is the feeling we transfer to people by helping them out in their lives. And so, uh, that's what this so all you about. all you young cats out there doing it wrong, pay attention because I'm telling you, people yeah. aren't going to be there for you when when shit gets tough. And yeah, it you all, can't act like Grant Cardone right now. 
Well, you know what I'm here's saying? what I, I love Grant. About, I love Grant. There's only one Grant. There's only one Grant. There's only one Grant. A 20-year-old can't can't act like him, and I see some of these 20-year-olds trying. You're not Grant yet. Wait till you're Grant. Then then you dude, can that do that. Dude, that dude put in decades. That's what people don't realize. That, decades though. to yeah. get it. That's get exactly. It we know Grant well, and I and I know what he did to get there. But I see I, you see young people emulating people that are already at the top of their game, and already have so much money that that there is no fall coming, no matter what. But they try to be like that person before they put in the time, the energy. Just because you did well in the the biggest, longest bull market in the history of of America, <laughs> <laughs> you could throw a, a dart at a stock yeah. sheet and and make money. In everybody, the last everybody's brilliant. Everybody, yeah. yeah. It drives me nuts, but well, I've been well, through look, look, big crashes. I appreciate yeah. you for being so raw and real. I appreciate you for allowing me to be part of OSNAP, the company. I think we're changing minds, bodies, and bank accounts. No I think we're going to help no. a lot of people. I hope anybody watching this, if you want another side hustle, stream of income, uh, check out OSNAP, dude. Yeah. Check out OSNAP. Um, John, how do people hang out with you? Well, how do they find yeah. you on social? Instagram is john.malott, M-A-L-O-T-T, um, osnap.com. You can go there. I, look, go to osnap.com forward slash Cody and can connect through there and be part you, of the team. You, yep. Not, not, you know, it's, uh, 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 and on TikTok, it's john.malott. John.malott. So pretty TikTok. much on all yeah, socials. Yeah, I'm a TikTok guy too now. I was going to say, you're killing it on TikTok. Man, it's, it's, I, you're I doing good. it forever. All right, so follow John. Get involved. If you want to learn more about our products, it's osnap.com. Uh, if you're watching this in a video format, we'll put it, a link in the description so you can check it out. But, dude, I want to have you back. I want to continue to have conversations about just business, making yeah. money. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll maybe check back in here in a few months. Osnap is growing like freaking crazy right now. I have a prediction, and we'll go back and watch this like right. a year or two from yeah. now, right? Yeah. I have a prediction that uh, you're going to be – Doing a, you're gonna have a couple hundred million dollars per year coming into your world. Just John Malott. I just want, I just want a few tens of millions. I'll just ride your coattails all the time. But look, dude, I well, think, you know you're, I think you're gonna this, be yeah. the greatest private lender for me. I just am setting it oh, right now. I'm gonna get allowed you're, into the deals. You're allowed to get into all of my real estate deals. You just gotta put up some dough. Finally. I'm thinking seven percent right. is all a right. fair, right. a fair, I, simple interest. It. Yeah, you do a good job though. You you get people's money back, so I. I I think I'll do that. Don't worry, I won't be one of the ones that that, that, that doesn't <laughs> yeah, give I'll you buy, an ROI. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that whole. I've already did the whole buy high, sell low thing. I'm not. I'm not interested. In All that right, part, let's, so. let's help me make some that. real money in that side. Let me focus on building people up, lifting, transforming minds, bodies. But that's what I want to do. I want to be in the trenches with people, and we've created so many six and seven figure earners over the last two decades. This thing has the potential. I mean, everything we did, this is 10, 20, 30 times. This, uh, this is the whipped cream, cherry, and sprinkles on the John Malott Sunday. I'm telling you, it's this exclamation point of me, 28 years of building, bro. So we move, we're moving so much faster. And I've got flexibility. We got we got money. We got Cody back in the whole thing right now. And, <laughs> and you, got a, you got a cool wife. <laughs> you got a cool you got, wife. It's all there. Everything's there. Man. All right. It's well, whole well, look, get involved if you're watching this. We appreciate you. Thanks, brother. Yes, we'll see you bro. on the next one. Until then... Take care, comb your hair, be out.